Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Wednesday, February 28th, Interior Top Stories. First, Outback Steakhouse parent Bloomin' Brands is closing 41 restaurants. CEO David Denno says the closures are part of a periodic review and involve older leases from the 1990s and 2000s. Second, McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, and more restaurants start to get bullish on breakfast again. Technomic examined what's in store for 2024, and the Insights company noted QSR Breakfast and its more formal cousin, Brunch, are both in. Third, Menu Tracker, new items from KFC, Taco Bell, and Panda Express. See what chains across the country added to menus this week. Fourth, Chili's parent Brinker makes executive changes. Nico Ware promoted to Chief Financial Officer to succeed Joe Taylor, who will retire on June 27th. Chris Caldwell was named Chief Information Officer. And finally, IHOP and Lay's bring us Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity Chips. The flavor of IHOP's signature Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity was translated to Lay's Potato Chips with the help of a customized seasoning mix. Now let's dive into a trending story of our website. Kava is continuing to ride high after its IPO debut in June. The fast casual restaurant company released its Q4 and fiscal year earnings on Monday, and the results bucked the industry trends that have so far emerged during earnings season. For the quarter ended December 31st, Kava saw revenue grow 52.5% to $175.5 million, compared to $115 million in the prior year quarter. Kava ended fiscal year 2023 with 59.8% revenue growth to $717.1 million. Unlike many of its restaurant industry peers, Kava saw double-digit same-store sales growth both the quarter and the full year. For Q4, excluding the 53rd week of 2023, same-store sales were up 11.4%, while the full-year results were up 17.9%. Stay tuned for more on the story. All right, so today we're going to be talking about Kava. Uh, this brand saw a huge IPO in 2023 in June. Um, one of the biggest we've ever seen, definitely the only one since Sweetgreen um, came out a few years before. Uh, same category, fast casual, uh, but Kava is a Mediterranean concept. So, you know, they're kind of this concept of one. They don't really have a lot of competition in the Mediterranean space. And a lot of that is because the Mediterranean category hasn't really been in consumers' minds for a while. Um, I talked with the brand's CEO, Brett Shulman, ahead of their earnings call, um, and he was saying that the Mediterranean category is set to explode. It's the number one diet uh, for years in a row that uh, people want. You know, the Mediterranean diet, it's supposed to be the healthiest diet for you. Uh, And that it's, he's seeing a lot of people move towards global cuisines, which we've also seen is a huge trend in Gen Z. And that's where everybody's trying to direct their uh, marketing to. So these things have all kind of collided uh, to Kava's fourth quarter earnings, which uh, were released this week. And so the earnings are, you know, to put it lightly, pretty great. Uh, They saw significant same-store sales increases for the fourth quarter, 11.4%. That is on top of 17.9% for fiscal year 2023, um, which, you know, Shulman was saying was kind of expected. They they thought that this IPO halo, as he called it, was going to keep pushing the company forward. Um, it, the money allowed them to invest in new locations. They opened 72 net new units in 2023. So um, that's a big deal considering right now they have over just over 300. So that was a big increase year over year. Um, they're expecting to have between 40 and 50 new locations 
2024 um, and a thousand new locations within the next 10 years. Uh, we've heard a lot of people say a thousand locations in the next 10 years, but um, COP is really putting in the work to get there. Uh, so their revenue increased year over year, 52.5% for the fourth quarter and 59.8% for the fiscal year for $717 million. You know, if we bring back the comparison with Sweetgreen, that company's yet to see a profit. Uh, they had this giant public debut. Kava is going the exact opposite direction. They are seeing profit after profit after profit. Last quarter was just as amazing. Um, but something that is really important to note with the Kava numbers are that Placer AI said that Kava saw visits increase 18.4% during January year over year and 40.1% in December, which is a really insane number when you think about the fast casual category and restaurants in general, which are seeing for a long time have been seeing single digit, if not negative traffic gains. Um, so to see something in the double digits, high double digits at some points, um, I mean, that's something to really think about. Uh, I think I think personally that uh, Kava is really set for a year-long transition in a way that some other in the category have been trying to keep up with. Uh, they have warm bowls, they have cold bowls, so you can go into Kava in the winter and think this is a really comfy, cozy place to be. I want a warm bowl. In the summer, you can go in and get lettuce as your base and you could have a colder bowl. Um, and that, I think, is a real standout because you saw traffic was up 40% in December, which is typically not only a slow time for restaurants, but a slow time for, you know, these bigger chains as well. Uh, so I think to see 40% year over year in December is great. We don't have their uh, fourth quarter 2022 numbers to actually know what it was or their traffic was, um, but these gains are impressive and we'll see next year exactly what these year over year gains are starting with Q3 um, to see what is going on in terms of the IPO halo effect as it wears off, as it stays on. Um, because you know they are a category of one. It's Mediterranean food, that's it. They bought Zoe's Kitchen, that was kind of the other player in the game. They converted a lot of those units. Uh, so they're really moving towards being the player in the game for Mediterranean food. Uh, and Brett Schulman was saying that that's really helping them push the category forward, push this Mediterranean concept forward in a way that no other brand has been able to do or has wanted to do. Um, and so he wants to bring this cuisine to the forefront. You know, he co-founded the brand. He's been with it since the beginning. He's their CEO now. And he wants to really um, show people that Mediterranean food can be a staple in Americans' lives. And that was something that he was mentioning as he and I were talking about this new move to the Midwest and the lower Southwest states, um, because that's something that, you know, Kava hadn't done before. They were kind of in the cities. They were definitely on the coasts, um, but they hadn't really stretched out into the middle of the country. And at some point um, late last year, uh, Brett Schulman was interviewed and said that he wants to do this coastal smile strategy. Um, and so they started to implement it. It hasn't been fully implemented, but they're starting slowly to really build these units in the suburbs, in southern places. Um, and so that's something that he thinks is not challenging, which, you know, you think that a place like Fayetteville, Arkansas might not be ready for Mediterranean food. That's quite spicy, um, as Brett Shulman said, that they are increasing the spice on their foods. Uh, so, you know, you think that these neighborhoods wouldn't want that, but he said it's quite the opposite, that people are 
enjoying the food because they don't have as much flavor around them and that this flavor is so exciting and so great and the price point is so good that they actually can try something new and something flavorful and spicy and maybe lamb or steak that they've never had before and for $16, they can experiment and not feel like they've invested $50 into a dinner, but it's it's something that they can actually tangent like it's tangible. So um, he was he was also saying that you know they really pay attention to these trends, like I was mentioning earlier with their Gen Z. Uh, that's not actually they weren't leaning into anything with their Gen Z uh, popularity. It just sort of happened. Um, they are. As I said it when I was talking to Brett, a brand built for Gen Z. Gen Z loves global flavors. Gen Z loves spice. Gen Z loves digital adoption. Gen Z loves something you can get that's in a bowl. Um, so, though they're very uh, quick to point out that they don't consider themselves a bowl concept, um, but all these things kind of combine to be a dream for Gen Z. But Kava is also catering towards these older consumers as well. So. Uh, Brett was saying that they have over 60% of their uh, customers want to dine in. So they try to make the place as warm and welcoming as possible. They try to make it look nice. They try to make sure that the staff is friendly and helpful and actually has this hospitality at a fast casual when that's not typically what you expect. Um, So with this increase in dine-in, they still feel that they want to focus on these digital avenues and so they have everything for digital they have digital only pickup lanes they have they invest in all these things that they know could be the future and people want but also they want to keep it okay and happy for those who want to eat in who need this experience who want to treat kava like a restaurant like what it is um so it's it's interesting to think about i mean i have this i have this feeling that i'm not sure if you know ipo is in june uh we're talking about December when they saw this 40% increase in traffic. I don't know how long an IPO halo is going to carry to customers in Arkansas or, you know, Florida when it's really like the IPO is is very restaurant industry focused. So I'm not really sure how much of that is still carrying over. Yes, there is the money from it that they could open up these new restaurants, but um I think that increase in traffic is something really interesting to pay attention to and see it moving forward, if it's going to keep increasing, if it's going to go down. Um, but what we have to look forward to in 2024 is that they're going to be lapping some pretty impressive quarters in Q3 and Q4. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if those sales go down or if they stay level or um, that'll really be the test of this Mediterranean category and how it can stand on its own two feet. For now, they're doing amazing. Um, they have all this from my ahead of them. And I think this year, um, getting towards Q3, Q4 of 2024, we're really going to see what they can do with the brand and what we can do moving forward. So um, that's what I think is happening with Kava. Thanks for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on NRN.com.